The views expressed on the following program are designed to amplify those of the speaker and not necessarily those of KAAM, DJRD Broadcasting, or its sponsors. Hello, everybody! Today's experience, devotional diamonds of the day, also known as DDDs, where my daily devotions become some of our spiritual reflections. Sound effects placed throughout the show which have nothing to do with life, but secretly they reveal the orange Julius recipe. Hmm. The review of the goofy news, which proves Jesus is coming back sooner than you think. We hope before this show is over, life lessons for our faith that we could actually use, some of us will, and we'll move forward in the faith as we occupy until he comes. Some will listen and then forget, kind of like building a house on sand. Uh, also, humor that will force you to think, why does this guy have a radio show? Well, we have radio rent coming up in about two weeks, so I'll let you know. Also, Bible trivia for fake, and yet somehow, real cool prizes, your phone calls, and more. David Spoon Experience, local, national, and heavenly talk. My name is David Spoon. I'll be your host for the next 5,400 seconds. Get ready for one of the more bizarre experiences on live radio. Here is the key to the show. We don't know what we're doing. What else do you need to know? We don't know what we're doing. We have no idea what's going to happen, and we don't care. But for the next few minutes, I want to talk faith with you. So here we go. We're asking questions about living life as a Christian, going through the process of having a car that has a flat, slow leak, and you're just praying as you're driving home, oh, please, Lord, let me get back to the house. Have you ever gone through anything like that? I have. Here's the bottom line. If you have an opinion, a comment, a thought, or a question. That's an opinion, a comment, a thought, or a question. If you've got something that you want to share, perhaps something has happened over the weekend and you just want to have other people join their faith with your faith so it can be something that's prayed about. Perhaps something happened where the Lord blessed you or showed you something and you want to share. It's a real cool thing. It's uh, one of those opportunities where we get to you know, rejoice with those who rejoice and weep with those who weep. That's part of the Christian family. This isn't your church. It's a fellowship. And in this fellowship, from all different denominations and all different backgrounds, we just sit there and say, Jesus is Lord. Let's strengthen and bless each other as we see the day getting closer and closer. If you want to reach out to us, you can. There's a couple ways to do that. You can call us at 972-445-0770. That's 972-445-0770. When you call 972-445-0770, you will get Amazing Jen. Amazing. What's really cool is that when you talk to her, it's like getting a back massage. It's kind of nice. And you will be... Sailing 
there you go. Come on, a back massage. How nice is that? It's not one of those bad chairs. It's a back massage. That's always good. All right, bottom line to that, you can also reach out to us by text 214-210-8483. 214-210-8483. If you text 214-210-8483, I can read it. If you call that number during the show, you're going to get a really, really bad like uh, uh, recording. <laughs> so those that don't know, that's where my automatic recording goes on. And there's somebody who picks up the phone and they go, ah, like somebody's screaming. <laughs> uh, don't do that then. Uh, bottom line also, you can reach out to us, David at hemustincrease.org. That's David at hemustincrease.org. David at hemustincrease.org. We're going to send you to the website a couple things to tell you about that. On the website, place to put your uh, prayer requests and your praise reports. That's number one. Number two, we've been telling you, check out the brochures. There's brochures in process AAA, brochures in process ZZZ. Tell us which ones you like. This week, we're going to get things ready to be printing. So make sure that you know what you like. And then once those things are printed, they won't cost anybody anything. We're just going to send them to people, and people can give them out. We're going to talk about how to give them out. Uh, we'll do a little video, all this other stuff, so it won't be complex. Uh, it's not something you want to go knocking on the door at like 7 in the morning going, Hi, here, have this. We're not doing that. <laughs> You're not doing that because well, I, I'm not letting you do that. That's bad. All right, bottom line to all of that, we want you to go to the website. Plus, that is the place to give. Giving is important. Is it the most important thing uh, about this ministry? No. Do we want you to be able to give? Yes. We get anything special for it? No, except a receipt. But it helps us keep doing the ministry. Go to hemustincrease.org. Prayer request? Hemosincrease.org. Praise report? Hemosincrease.org. Looking to give to this ministry? Hemosincrease.org. Confused by what's happening right now? Hemustincrease.org. Hemustincrease.org. I think it's like a rubber band kind of thing. That's kind of what I'm going to go with. I don't know for sure. You know, it's one of those things. Okay. So uh, we do have somebody calling in before we get into the text. I don't know if they want to just get some general information or if they're ordering a pizza for us. We're still trying to figure that out. Remember, we had our pizza buddy, Mark. He was doing the pizza thing for us. Now he's doing something else. So uh, if, if that is not related to us, then we are just going to fire off into the text. And for those that do not know, we are in First Peter and we are in chapter one. And I've been waiting to teach this for a while because this is one of those really important lessons that we need to understand and it has to do with us being born again so as we understand as we hear that term that term originally from for most of us comes out of the gospel of john chapter 3 and that's verses 3 through 5 jesus is talking to nicodemus and he says, in a very nice way, okay, not such a nice way, I tell you the truth, unless you are born again, you cannot see the kingdom of God. All right, now I want you to hear what, what's being said. Unless you are born again, you cannot see the kingdom of God. I want you to notice that people that make fun of people who say they are born again are very oblivious to these passages. It's like, okay, this is Jesus, and Jesus is saying, hey, you're not going to see the kingdom of God unless you're born again. 
People are like, oh, those born agains. Well, let me let me put it this way: you better be born again, or you're not getting in. So that's not my fault. I didn't write the book. I just know how to read. And it says, I tell you the truth: unless you are born again, you cannot see the kingdom of God. Peter taking advantage of the truth and knowing his close connection to Jesus as he walked with Jesus, writes this when he writes in 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 22, which we covered a little bit last week, since you've purified your souls by obeying the truth so that you have a genuine love for your brother, love one another deeply from a pure heart. For you have been born again. Not of perishable seed, but of imperishable through the living and enduring word of God. Oh, this is so much fun. All right, here's the deal. The deal is you have to be born in for you to be a participant in the kingdom of God. And what people don't understand is when man died, when Adam, when God said the day that you sin, you will die, his spirit died unto God, unto that fellowship. That's what was born again. The Holy Spirit rejuvenates our dead spirit and our spirit becomes alive again. But here you see it and it says, wait, but this says it's by the living and enduring word of God. And that is correct. And who wrote the word of God? God used mankind in partnership with the Holy Spirit. So the Holy Spirit wrote the word of God. Wait, this gets better. It's much more fun. Hold on. Who do we call the living word? That would be Jesus Christ. So we are born again through the redeeming work of Jesus Christ by the power of the Holy Spirit through the enduring word was written by the Holy Spirit in partnership with mankind so that we could live forever. And this is the big thing you got to catch. When your mom and dad got together and they uh, were together, we'll just leave it there, and then you were conceived, that's when you came to life as you know it, not as God knows it, but as you know it, then forward you went, you spent time in the womb, and then forward you came out and you were born. But that's of a perishable seed, which is why there is a termination or an end point. When you were born again by the word of God, it's an imperishable seed because it's of the Holy Spirit who never ceases and and it's through the work of Jesus Christ and that's why the next verse says in 24 all flesh how much all flesh how much all flesh is like grass it's like grass and all its glory like the flowers of the field the grass withers and the flowers Fall, but the word of the Lord stands forever. That's the seed you were born of. The word of the Lord stands forever seed. The Holy Spirit working with mankind to write the communication. Dear human race, Genesis 1-1 to Revelation 22-21, love God letter. That by the Holy Spirit given through the redeeming work of Jesus Christ, who's called the living word. And we are born again through the living and enduring word of God. And it lasts forever. The great thing about being born again is this birth is eternal. So now you are born again, thankful to be born again, never to perish, but to continue always 
because the word of the Lord stands forever. The living word, the written word, and the power of the Holy Spirit. Wow! All right, that's the Monday. Is it Monday? Really? Okay. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. All of mankind destroying everyone and everything we find. This KAAM radio show with your very own David Spoon is not a business, but a nonprofit ministry first and foremost committed to sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ and strategically equipping the saints. Our mission is to educate, encourage, and entertain Christian believers, the hurting, and those not yet believers who need biblical truths. To continue our radio ministry and message of truth, we need many of our faithful listeners to support us, as well as ministry partners who might wish to sponsor the He Must Increase ministry. By giving, you wonderfully facilitate our priorities of assertively teaching the Word of God, and you get nothing in return. No quid pro quo. Nothing but a receipt at the end of the year indicating you gave to us since your donation is 100% tax-deductible. Remember that it says in Corinthians that whoever sows generously will also reap generously. Or in Proverbs, where it teaches that a generous person will prosper, whoever refreshes others will be refreshed. But if you cannot give, no problem. Continue to enjoy and learn and give however you see fit whenever you can. To support us, go to hemustincrease.org. That's hemustincrease.org. Such support is terribly appreciated, knowing it enables our beloved David Spoon to give to all of us his time, energy, like so few can. Right here on KAAM. The deterioration of the ecosystem, or creation itself, is definitely the result of man. You say, well, how can you say that? Well, Romans chapter 8, verse 19 through 21. I just read the scriptures. I don't need anything else. The Bible says this, the creation waits in eager expectation for the sons of God to be revealed. For the creation was subjected to frustration, not by its own choice, but by the will of the one who subjected it in hope that the creation itself would be liberated from its bondage to decay and brought into the glorious freedom of the children of God. Creation itself is longing for the redemption that comes through Jesus Christ, and until that takes place, it is on a collision course down. The result of the ecosystem or creation itself crashing is a result of man's sin in the garden. So when they say, oh, well, it's not man-made... Oh, yes, it is. Of course it's man-made. It's because we messed up in the garden. But I wasn't with Adam and Eve. You were in the person of Adam and Eve. And if you want me to use it, you were in the life-giving force of Adam and Eve. And if you want me to really say it, you were in the loins of Adam and Eve. You were there, too. They stuck their fist up to God and said, nope. (laughs) And God went, okie dokie, here's the result. The David Spoon Experience. Amazing grace. How sweet. Welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. That's KAAMAN 770, the truth station here in Texas. And I do want to point out 
that we have had. We have a very observant listener on our show. Annika and Neil are like great people. And they have written me because I was like, gosh, it sounds like a rubber band, that sound at the very end of that thing where it goes ding, 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 ding. And she said that, or I think it's going to be Annika or Neil or both, that's, that sound would stop abruptly. It's an arrow hitting a target, and the end of the shaft is still moving for a second after the arrow hits a target. That's what that sound is on the last thing that we played. So for in the future, when I think it's a rubber band, it's an arrow hitting a target. Or, <laughs> or it's something else. But, you know, we're going to go with that. I like that. All right, let's do our trivia question. Great to have Joanne and Cordelia back on board with us. We hope they had just a wonderful, wonderful trip. This is such a blessing to the show, and we hope the Lord bless them as well. According to Jesus, who loved to have men call them rabbi? Who loved to have men call them rabbi? Who loved the title? Oh, I want you to call me rabbi. Ha, ha, ha. Who, 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 who? If you think you know, that's not an owl. If you think you know the answer, 972-445-0770. That's 972-445-0770. Who loved that? Uh, you can also text in 214-210-8483. And then additionally, you can send an email, david at org. Those are the ways that you can respond to that trivia question. Who, who, according to Jesus, who loved to have men call them rabbi? All right. In the meantime, we will do our DNA. D stands for draw closer to the Lord. Daily. Daily. Every day. I'll just tell you, yesterday, you know, because you go to church and and so you think, well, I don't really got to spend time with the Lord. But it's funny because after, in the afternoon, the Lord had kind of shown me or given me something that I had not really thought of before. So then I got involved in apologetics and I'm getting involved in all this stuff. And after I was done, I spent like two or three hours. I was like, every day, if you're just sensitive to the Lord, he will guide you. He will direct you. He will fellowship with you. He loves you. He wants to spend eternity with you. He, he likes hanging out. And so we need to hang out with him every day, okay? Just like the person you love the most, uh, probably yourself, that would be somebody you'd want to hang out with every day. That's all I'm saying. So that's draw closer to the Lord daily and never be ashamed of Jesus or his words. And Luke 9, 26, I'm pretty sure that's what it is. It says that if you're ashamed of me or my words, I'll be ashamed of you. We don't want that. You don't want that. You don't want that. And then A, always be ready. To serve. To serve, which means that we have an attitude of thinking of other people and how we can be a vehicle of blessing to them that requires a sensitivity to the Lord. It requires us to be, you know, aware of what the Lord is doing and not doing, and then being that vessel of blessing or that vessel or vehicle of blessing for other people, being a channel of the love of God to communicate his truth, his grace, his mercy to others. Uh, the trivia question, according to Jesus, who loved to have men call them Rabbi, who loved that? If you think you know, you want to reach out to us at 972-445-0770. You can also text in 214-210-8483, as well as you can send an email to david at org. Okay, uh, last week, 
on the Friday show, uh, well, we had Amazing Jen with us. That's right, Amazing Jen. She was with us. Or, you with, or not Friday, Thursday. So you're with us Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. And then today, so then tomorrow you're like back to you don't have to do this anymore? What, are you lucky or what? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so uh, we just on Thursday though we went off track. We didn't really <laughs> remember we we kind of did the show a little differently. And uh, I want to be I want to talk to you guys about that a little bit because some people loved it and some people didn't like it, and that's normal. Here's the deal: the deal is you and me, and as we do this Christian walk together, we we very rarely do everything perfectly or in sync with what the Lord wants. But you can get so systematic and so tight in the things that you do, and as me as well, that we are not sensitive to the Lord maybe wanting to veer in a different direction or do something different. And even in church service, so let me say this, having been a pastor and having been in church for just you know, a bazillion times. That's I'll just say it that way and, and nice. There are times where you can almost tell like, boy, maybe we should do more worship or boy, maybe he should continue to elaborate on that. That's really good. In other words, we can get so structured and so systematic that there's no freedom to move that the Lord, you know, wants to do something different. And so we were just talking in the last segment about being born again from the word, the living word of God. The living word is Jesus. The enduring word is the written word of God, which is written by the Holy Spirit. We know we have to be born again because Jesus made that absolutely clear in John chapter 3, verses 3 through 5. But what many of us do is we think, well, we can be born again. Our spirit can be alive to God. But now we must follow specifically all the rules and regulations that we have established for one another because that's the only way to prove that we're really his children. And that is exactly not what Paul teaches in the book of Galatians, which we will be teaching again. The whole process there is they all started off in the spirit and ended up in the law. And that's a danger for Christians. It's a danger for you and I to sit there and say, yes, by faith. And now that I've said yes, by faith, and now that, the, that Jesus Christ lives in my heart by faith, and the Holy Spirit has residency in me, now I'm going to make the rest of this Christian stuff work by what I do and by my own actions of what I do. And this is a tremendous dangerous that Paul had to write against multiple times in the New Testament. Being confident of this one thing, that he who began a good work in you will complete it unto the day of Christ. The nicest way you can say that is salvation is something that God starts. It's not something that you and I take over for and make happen so that we can show him how good we are. God doesn't start your salvation process and then walk away and say, do something good with it. He moves in your life to make you more and more reflect Jesus Christ so that your heart, your mind, your spirit, your existence is a testimony and a witness and a declaration of the grace of God. And that doesn't get accomplished by you becoming legalistic. It's accomplished by you increasing in your connection and in your closeness with the Lord and with one another. 
Remember the commands. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your strength, and love and all your mind. And love your neighbor as you love yourself. But then in John 13, Jesus said, I have a new command for you. Love one another. And that love for one another, that's not a legalistic love. That's a, I care about them. That's my brother and sister. The Holy Spirit lives in them too. Love. So my admonition is for you and I to be careful. I can easily just get here into the show and just teach every time, just pull up passages, and the teachings will be fine. But I can't be so tight in my Christian walk that I shut off the Lord wanting to move a different direction or do something different. Get it? Okay. All right, somebody want to answer their trivia question? Okay, here we go. This is David. Who am I talking to? Hi, David. This is Joy Ann. And this is Cordelia. Hi, ladies. Oh, it's so nice to hear you. It's so nice to hear your voices. We're back, and we thank you for praying for our vacation. It was fantastic, and the Lord kept us safe. Amen. And I had a great time there for the first time. It was just simply beautiful. <laughs> and uh, I, I thought the most interesting thing was when I was climbing up the mountains, it was very hard because I've never done it before. And I was thinking, this is just how life is. It's so hard. And I, have, I prayed and prayed to the Lord to please help me. I was so sore. I was having to do two miles of climbing, but um, I made it. I made it. Thank the Lord. And he really did help me. I was sore at the end. Amen, (laughs) though. (laughs) Well, anyway, David, we know it's about time for the cutoff, but uh, you want us to answer the trivia real quick? Okay, you got it. All right, here we go. According to Jesus, according to Jesus, who loved to have men call them rabbi? The hypocrites or the religious leaders? That's right. The teachers of the law, the Pharisees, the Sadducees, they all loved it because it gave them titles. There you go! That's right. Everybody who wants a title, it should be servant first, but nobody seems to want to have that title. <laughs> Great job, though. You went through it. You climbed up the hill one foot in front of the other. It was painful, yet it still worked. There it you did. go. It did. It was just great. Well, we love y'all. Bless you. Thank you. We're so excited to be hearing your show again, David. And it's great to hear your bye. guys' voices. Bye. We love you guys Thank so you. much. Okay. All right. Thanks. Thanks so much. Bye-bye. That's what we got, folks. It ain't just a regular, let's just do a regular Christian radio show. How about we do something different, like a Christian family? But I can be the annoying brother. That's I'm suited for that task. There you go. All right, we'll take a break and then come back. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. What is the David Spoon Experience? All right, Psalm 46, verse 1 through 3. This was the first uh, psalm that was read to me when I went to Bible college, the very first class I ever took in Bible college. A bazillion years ago. Let me just say that. Psalm 46, 1 through 3. God is our refuge and strength and ever-present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear. Though the earth give way and the mountains fall into the heart of the sea, though its waters roar and foam and the mountains quake with their suffering. 
Here is something to consider that will be just absolutely a mind blower. How should you and I respond if the earth falls out of its rotation? <laughs> okay, so so my uh, brother-in-law works for JPL and is actually one of the people that helped write the program that helped land the Mars rover on Mars. He helped write the computer programming, okay? He's much smarter than me in those realms, okay? About my age, a little younger, about my age. Very, very intelligent guy, right? And uh, he's the one I always make a joke, you know, what, what, what keeps the Earth, you know, rotating. And so you'll hear me say uh, that it's on a perfect 23 and a half degree, uh, you know, a rotation uh, from the moon and from the, the exact rotation from the sun, or it's three mice chasing a piece of cheese and a wheel. <laughs> One of those two. So uh, the idea behind that and that whole story is the earth is in this absolutely perfect rotation with, all, with uh, the moon and the sun. And without it, the earth would go through a free fall, just even a half a degree off. It's over. It's all over. I mean, the, 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 there would be instant tidal waves. Everything would just be upside down. And if that ever happened, you know, you would know that's the end, although that's not how the end's going to happen. We already know from Scripture. But here's what the, the psalmist is saying. It doesn't matter how bad it gets. It doesn't matter if your world seems like it's upside down. It doesn't matter if it's out of rotation. It doesn't matter if there, the mountains fall into the sea. It doesn't, doesn't matter if the waters roar. God is a refuge, and a refuge is a shelter in a storm. You would first think of a lean-to. That is what a, a shelter in a storm is. So when it's raining, you find a lean-to, you put something on a tree, you put it uh, you know, against something else, and you get under it so you're away from that. And it says that God is a refuge, a strength, an ever-present help, which means he's helpful today, not just when it's all settled in eternity. And there's that lies a problem for some Christians is they keep thinking, well, in the sweet by and by, everything will get worked out. Well, that is true, that everything will be completely worked out in the sweet by and by. But God is an ever-present help, which means for today and not just for tomorrow. And then the position of the psalmist is, therefore, 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 in other words, it's a conclusion. So God is our refuge and strength. Okay, so he's our lean-to in a storm. He's our ever-present help. Therefore, I don't have to be afraid. The David Spoon Experience.